Wild Women. Welcome back to the Femme Podcast with Jack and Rob. Hey guys, how are you this week? You know, we just wrapped Labor Day weekend and I don't know about you, but I am feeling the seasons changing. Oh man, just like the energy feels different. It feels like that time to, interesting, I was going to say like go inward, but also like out, like it feels time to like go into like root into our power to like dive into the next season, to dive into fall. Mm, Yeah. I was talking with one of our private clients yesterday and she asked me if I was excited about fall and we started having this conversation about the changing of the seasons. And she said that fall and winter are her most productive seasons. Mm. Like she gets so much done. She feels so connected to her vision. She like experiences massive, massive growth. I was having a conversation with one of our other clients and she was more fearful of fall because she's like, summer's always my like highest income months because I'm in so much pleasure. Mm, So it's just like, yeah. And it's like interesting to see the beliefs that we have around like, Ooh, I'm in so much pleasure in the summer. So money comes in easily or money comes in during the fall and the winter because I'm so much more productive. I think this is a really cool opportunity to reframe what we believe, you know, about each season. For me, I, I mean, I love cozy. I love the vibe of fall and winter and rooting and getting grounded. And, you know, my tendency for the seasons is to, yeah, believe that I'm like more internal during fall and winter, which I think is so natural of humans, right? And and animals, like we we hibernate during these seasons. But I love what you said earlier too, about like it's going inwards to then bring forth, you know, for us, new teachings, new conversations, new learnings and, and channeled messages and understanding. So well, yeah. and I feel like that's why I kind of like stuttered almost when I was like, because it feels like this going inward, but then there's also this like power coming out at the same time. Well, yeah, and I think that's true of any time we go in, right? Anytime we move through, you know, our own breakthroughs, our own lessons, our own, even last night, you guys, I was reading a new book and I went to bed at 8.30 last night and I was just like writing quotes in my journal and laying in bed, drinking a tea. And I was like, holy shit, this is fall. And everything I wrote in my journal, everything I read in that book related to our messaging related to like things that I can't wait to talk about on the podcast, things I can't wait to talk about in our trainings and teach about and incorporate into our conversation. So that's the perfect example, right? Like I'm going inwards, I'm in bed at 8.30 and then everything that I'm taking in for myself is actually then going to serve and bring this like new liberating conversation to the forefront. Well, I feel like this is a great segue into what we want to chat about today on the podcast, because what you just said there, everything that we go through, everything, the work that we do, and then we get to bring it to the world. And Mm. this is what the lover and the loved is all about. The lover and the loved. So you know that, I mean, if you've been in the femme world for a long time, then you know that- Are you in a hot second? (laughs) What? Or so have you been in the film world for a hot second? We've been talking about this. True, true, true. Yeah, we've been talking about love and relationships and our relationships have always been a huge mirror for both of us. And, 
you know, even if we don't recognize that our relationships are a mirror, they always are, right? So this is actually me telling you, dear listener, in a very kind way, (laughs) that your relationship is also a mirror for you, right? Our relationships show us our triggers. They show us where we can expand. They show us a reflection of ourselves. And I just read this today somewhere as a beautiful reminder, but it was like, be the expression of what you want to receive, right? And I think so often our relationships show us where we are not embodying or being love because we're not receiving what we desire in return. Yeah. And I feel like for both of us, this has come through so much in our relationships that it's often, it comes through the learning, the growth, the expansion, the choosing love comes through like in our relationships first, learning to stand in our power, in our relationships, having next level communication in our relationships, it comes here first. And then we see it in our business. Then we see it in the wealth that we attract. Well, totally. And I think this is why this conversation is so relevant here, right? So Jack and I are a coach and a creator. We help women grow businesses to be in their power with their vision, to magnetize wealth, to build sustainable businesses in alignment and to do it all with pleasure at the forefront, right? And this conversation about relationships to a lot of people, I think will probably come out of left fields. Like, wait a minute, business coaches, a branding creator, copywriter, like all of a sudden teaching about love, right? And the thing that we've experienced in our own business and in our own lives as women is that the more you embody your power in all areas of your life, whether that's in your relationship or motherhood or your friendships or with your craft, your art, your expression, your business, your money, all of the power contributes to your fullest expression, your fullest ability to magnetize and manifest. It it all contributes to your experience in the world. I know personally for myself that there were a lot of years where my relationship was just in constant turmoil. And if it wasn't in turmoil, then it was just fine. So today we're going to dive into this, the frequency of love, what it has to do with our personal power and wealth, right? How we can rise in love to actually rise in business, in womanhood. Yeah. And I feel like this, as you were saying, like your relationship was either in turmoil or was in neutral also, and this was for both of us, or it was like up and down. It was like the highest of highs, like the lowest of lows. And so that's also, again, when you look at the mirror, that reflection in business too, the like spikes, you know, the like powerful month, the highest month in business followed by the lowest. And it's this like energy that just continually like wobbles and up and down and up and down and up and down. And the thing that, you know, we know, and we teach, and when we talk about energetic frequencies, the frequency of love is the frequency of desire, is the frequency of abundance, is the frequency of wealth. Yeah. And, you know, if you've been in our money course, Wealth Activated, then you know, one of the principles that we teach inside there is that money equals pleasure equals love and vice versa, love equals pleasure equals money, right? And if we apply this knowing, this truth to what we've just talked about, uh, our relationships being in turmoil versus being in neutral versus being in love, right? All of a sudden we have this spectrum. Well, let's actually relate that to the wealth frequency for a minute and our own energy 
energy. So when your relationship is in turmoil and you can think of turmoil, I mean, you can define turmoil in your own rights. To me, turmoil in my relationship is resentment, anger, frustration, not being turned on, bitterness, and that feeling of like, I know this is a question that comes up for you a lot, Jack, is like, God, would this just be easier on my own? You know, like, would this just be like, I would just be in my own life or like your partner leaves the kitchen. We were just talking about this, you know, your partner like leaves in the morning. You're like, oh, finally, like freedom, you know, this like to me that expresses turmoil in a relationship. Oh my gosh. Two years ago, I'm going to say this was like, I remember my husband and I having a conversation. We were left our kiddos with fam and we were like having a weekend in the city. And at this point he was traveling a lot for his business. And he's like, man, I would just be like, nice to be like, like this all the time to be together all the time. And I was like, God, I feel like we'd be divorced if we were together (laughs) all the time. Because at that point, what you said there, there there's so much of those, like, Oh, it was easier on my own. Right. And to me, that doesn't equal bad, right? Like that is not wrong. But when we're looking at the wealth frequency, and if the knowing is that money equals pleasure equals love and love equals pleasure equals money, then is that vibration, is that frequency actually aligned with wealth? That's the neutrality of it. Yeah. Right? And that's it. I think there's like no like right or wrong or scenarios yeah. have to look the same, but it's the reason why you're making that choice and then the beliefs that are behind it. And I know we've had a lot of women when we've talked about relationships and money equals pleasure equals love and love equals pleasure equals money. They've asked us, so what happens if I'm not in a good place in my relationship? What if I'm in the middle of a breakup? Can I still be successful in my business? Can I still be aligned with the wealth frequency? And the answer is yes, because you can be in a breakup and still be in the frequency of love. Yeah. And you can still be in your power in that love. You can still be in pain. You can still be in sadness and heartbreak and still be experiencing love, right? All of those human emotions, the full spectrum is beautiful and and can be loving. And I think this is why people have such a interesting perspective when we talk about like love and love being the universe and love being God. And I know I did at first because I, and I think this came through when I was first reading Marianne Williamson's Return to Love, which was like my first like introduction into spirit and was my first favorite book. But I remember that time, the word love, that my idea was like, well, things always can't just be like loving. Mm. And now I know like what love actually means, what that means to be in the embodiment of love, to be in the frequency of love. So here's a great exercise for anyone listening right now who's like, okay, so what are my beliefs about love? Like, what do you feel when you hear the word love? And you know, number one, to to align with the wealth frequency, to be in the energy of love all the time, you have to believe that love is good, right? You have to believe that love is pure. Love is the truth. Love is the light. Love is the way. So here's a really quick exercise for you to reframe your belief or to even identify your beliefs around love. So I want you to put on a great song. And I want you to pull your journal out or the notes, open up the notes on your phone, or you can even voice note to yourself if you're not a journaler. And I want you to write love equals, and then allow yourself to just free write all of the things that come up. So for a lot of us, we have deep trauma around love, right? There's abandonment wounds, there's being loved for certain reasons, there's conditions around love, there's worth 
attached to love. So I want you to just free write about love. So love equals pain. Love equals I have to earn it. Love equals hard. Love equals fighting. Love equals control. Love equals sex. Love equals I get it when I when I do well. Really allow yourself to just free write about those beliefs. And then on a new page, a new piece of paper, I want you to anchor into what you want your belief around love to be. So this can be a little bit more conscious in the beginning where you're actually thinking about what you want love to mean to you. So for example, love equals free, love equals pleasure, love equals unconditional, love equals no matter what, love equals effortless, love equals because I am, love equals worthiness. And like Jack's saying, you know, you can actually reframe your belief around what love means to understand that the whole world can be loving, that everything in your business, in your relationship, in your human experience, even when it's undesirable, even when you weren't expecting it, even when it cracks your heart and breaks you into two, it can still be in that energy of love. Yeah. And when we do exercises like this, when we're recoding and rewiring belief codes, it is really important that we allow ourselves to do this first piece of the exercise and to be fully expressed so that we're tapping into those true beliefs. You know, I know it's so often easy to be like love equals heartbreak, but then your conscious mind comes in and it's like, well, I don't want that to be true. So I'm not going to write it down. And actually when we are doing this, when we code, when we're recoding, we want to bring every little thought to the surface. So even the ones that were like, Ooh, do I truly believe that? Write it down, be willing to see it because when we're willing to see it, we can dismantle its power. It's the things that we're not willing to see that continue to live on in our energy that live on in our subconscious. Totally. And then if you do this for 30 days and you commit to this practice of recoding this belief around love for 30 days, what you're going to start to notice is that these beliefs just start to change naturally, right? So if you do this journaling exercise every single day, first of all, the answers and what comes through are going to be different, right? Every single day, you're in a new frequency, you're an evolved being day after day after day. So new things are going to come through you. And as you allow yourself to open up, you're going to open yourself to past experiences that you may have shoved down that you may have forgotten. So you're really going to allow yourself to dig up everything that is within you subconsciously holding you back from being in alignment with love. And then over these 30 days, you're also going to notice that near the end, love is going to be love, right? Your belief is going to start to become actually love is good. Love is free. Love is unconditional. And though in the beginning, your the like weight of love, the heaviness may be a longer list than the, the way that you want love to feel the way that you want love to be. And most likely what you'll experience, not always, but what we see most of the time is that closer to the end of the 30 days, your conversation, your beliefs around what love could be and what love gets to be are going to outweigh the heaviness because as you write them down, as you bring them to the surface, you're also releasing them and surrendering them. So this is a really beautiful way to anchor into that frequency and belief around love. Oh man, as you're talking about how you, when you journal, when you do it multiple days, it's going to bring up new things and more past experiences. I got really excited about one of the modules that we're teaching inside the lover and the love where we are going through healing work, forgiveness, where we're tapping into the resentment and rage that's 
living inside you so that we can heal these past experiences. Mm -hmm. And I am just like loving the word rage these days. I don't know why, but as we were writing this sales page and getting really clear on the modules for this course, like rage, you guys, like think about how much or how little in your life you've actually allowed yourself to experience rage. And here's the thing about these emotions, like love and rage. We think that they're on like opposite ends of the emotional spectrum, but they are so fucking close to one another. Like if you can experience full body rage, then you can experience full body love, right? So yeah, inside the lover and the love, we're going to like break those walls down and, and really show you. It's like the pain pleasure threshold, right? Like they're so close to each other. And I'm really excited to just open that up. Yeah. We're not like talking like lack abundance, which are at different ends of the spectrum, but are different frequencies. The like love rage, the pleasure rage energy is close. And I do remember a client pretty recently when we were having a conversation around rage and she was like, I'm just like, I don't have that energy. Like she's like, I never feel rage. And we talked about it. She allows herself to. And within like two weeks, she was messaging me about like this rage that was like coming through. And I was like, Oh, great. Like, yeah. like there's something else when you're allowing yourself to like move through this emotion. Yeah. Because it's really all about expression right? It's really all about allowing yourself to feel and express the like biggest, boldest emotions. And, you know, while we don't want to live in rage all the time, we don't want to be in the frequency of rage. We also don't want to hold it in. Right. So, okay. I feel like we got off track with the turmoil, neutral and love spectrum. So let's return to that because I think this is such a huge part of the conversation. Yeah. Right. So and talking about rage and, and these emotions, I think it's really important. So if we are experiencing turmoil in our relationship, then we are operating below the line, right? So if you imagine a line drawn on paper and it's in the middle of the page, okay? And this is your like neutral point. Anything above the line is your frequency raising. Anything below the line is your frequency dipping. So anything below the line is lack. Anything above the line is abundance, Okay. And freedom, liberation, money, wealth, power, pleasure, anything below the line is lack, anger, resentment, fear, right? Anything that pulls us down and adds weight. So when you're in turmoil with your relationship and you're your energy dips below the line. Well, now you are in alignment with lack. So everything in your life, you guys, whether it's motherhood, friendship, business, money, opportunity, etc., it all dips below the line. So when you're in a neutral place and you're just feeling like, I'm okay, like our relationship's fine, you know, like things are just moving along and like, ticking along, like you're neutral, right? So you're not in an attractive state. You're not magnetizing anything. You're not in the quantum. You're also not in alignment with lack. You're also not below the line and in this like really deep and heavy scarcity mindset or embodiment, but you're neutral baby, which to me is just as bad. And if you've ever listened to that podcast that we recorded on like, what was it like moving sideways? Mm -hmm. You remember it's like that energy, you know, you're just kind of like floating through your life. It's kind of mundane. It's not turned on. It's not activated. It's just there. And if you've listened to that podcast episode, then you'll know that to me, there's like absolutely nothing worse than that energy. I fucking hate 
that energy, you know? So neutral is also not where we want to be. If we have a big vision for our life, if we desire to be in our wild woman power, if we desire to magnetize wealth, if we desire to be creating and living our legacy. So the only place to be, if we desire to magnetize and manifest and create and build wealth and be in love is above the line. And that means that we have to let love in. It means we have to know how to choose love. It means we have to know what love means to us and how to embody it and how to be it through and through and to live in this state, because the more loving we are and the more we embody this frequency, the more attractive our energy becomes to the universe, to soul clients, to other people, to friends, to our kids, to strangers, right? So how often are you operating above the line and be honest with yourself? You cannot trick the universe, right? So inside the lover and the love in this container that we were talking about coming up, we are going to teach you how to be in that consistent energetic frequency of love, of giving and receiving love so that you can actually truly magnetize wealth effortlessly so that you can be an embodiment of pure love and align with the wealth frequency and attract and receive all the things that you desire without effort. And this is always the choice, right? This is always choice. You get to choose love. You get to choose to elevate your frequency to the frequency of love, to the frequency of abundance. And I think when it comes to love, we so easily give our power away. We allow the external circumstances. We allow somebody else to dictate like their choices, what they do, what they say. We allow that to determine whether we are above or below that line. Oh, Yes. And we externalize our power and we give it away. And the most fucking wild thing that I just realized is that we literally just taught this inside strategy with soul, with which is our business strategic three-day mini course that we just ran. And these same principles apply, right? They apply in your business. They apply in your relationship. Where are you giving your power away? Good one, Jack. Man, and then I'm like, yeah, it all ties in because as you were about to say strategy with soul, I was about to say femme power principles. Yeah. It's all being, this this energy is all one and the same, rising in your power as a woman, choosing love, choosing expansion in your life, in your pleasure, in your business, in your wealth. It's all intertwined. And so often we see women compartmentalizing, you know, compartmentalizing like, business and love and whatever the hell else we compartmentalize. What if we all, what if we saw it all as one, all as one and this love and this relationship, I mean, it's a huge part of your life, right? It's a huge part of who we are. If we are choosing to be in relationship, why not make it good? You know, and this is a huge thing for me in a conversation that my husband and I have had over and over and over again over the years that I am not willing to settle for neutral. You know, I chose to be with you because you made my life better, more full, more rich, more loving. If that standard in my relationship dips below the line, then why would I choose to be there? And the thing is, it is our responsibility to uphold the standards in our lives. 
And if we are letting other people dictate and affect our choices to stay in that power and to choose love and to let our standards dip below the line, then, you know, our, our own power diminishes. Well, that felt really powerful to hear you say too, like that you've claimed that, like, I am not here for neutral. I'm not here for neutral love. And I mean, I think that so many people feel like that is the norm. That is the choice neutral, even the below the line. I literally just (laughs) yesterday had a woman here at my house and she was doing my nails. And she asked me what I did for work. And I was telling her, she's like, Oh, so you can work from home. That's how you're able to move to Costa Rica. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. And then she heard my husband talking from his office and she was like, Oh, does your husband work from home too? And I was like, yeah. And her response, like just like instant response was that's gotta be rough. That's gotta be hard. Like you just always being in the same space all the time. And my response was actually like, we like each other. It feels good for me that I'm out here working in my office. He's in the house. We like, sometimes we don't even like talk all day, but we just like cross each other's paths while one of us is on a call. Sometimes we have lunch together. Sometimes there's a five minute conversation about who's picking up the kids, whatever it is, but it doesn't feel like a uh, energy. Yeah. And, and, and exactly like, why would you want to be or stay in a relationship that made you feel, ugh? no. And, and the thing is that's below the line. That ugh exactly. is like below the line. Even worse, in my opinion, is that you're in a space with someone and you feel nothing. Yeah. You know, like the relationship that my husband and I have created, created because it was not like this, but the relationship that we've created is positive, is above the line. It is such that we add and contribute to each other's days, you know, and that is my standard. Well, and this is the thing here as well, like sharing these stories, sharing like these experiences and how you and I have created these relationships. They're also not from the energy of like, what if my husband chose to work out of the house? Like, does that mean anything? Does it mean that I don't get like, I also love the days when I am home alone, when we aren't like working side by side. And like, even yesterday, he just said to me, he's like, yeah, I might just go away for like six days next week. And I'm like, okay, great. Like, awesome. You know, like, it's like, we get, it gets to be all. Totally. But what I hear in that is that a, there's no codependency. It's a hundred percent Jack, a hundred percent Craig, which means you both get to flourish inside the relationship. And there's none of the bullshit that's attached with that, which is like resentment. Like, what do you mean? You're just going to go away for next week. So let me hear with the kid. Like, fuck you. And then the, the worst to me also is that you try to maintain neutrality in your relationship. So then to Craig, you would be like, oh, okay, cool. And then you would call me and be like, Rob, are you fucking kidding me? Like Craig's going away for six days. Like, who does he think he is? How am I going to deal with this? And be all alone with the kids. And then Craig's like, does it bother you? Like, is it all, is it all good? And you're like, no, no, baby, it's all good. Why? You know, but we do this all the time to avoid confrontation, to avoid conflict, to be the quote unquote cool wife, to keep peace in the household. Like, fuck that you guys it is time to disrupt the peace it is time to fuck the norm when it comes to marriage because i'm I'm not trying to sound dramatic here but why would we 
live in an era where we have so much choice and the opportunity to experience love beyond love. And why would we choose anything less? Like this is what we have fought for. Yeah. And I feel like let's be clear here when you said we do this all the time, like you and I do not do this anymore, but we see women do this all the time. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You and I have taken our relationships from unconscious to conscious. This is why we're leading in this course, because we now have next level communication with our partners. We have learned to show up 100% ourselves and allow our partners to be 100% themselves too. Yeah. And I, uh, yeah, sorry. And thanks for making that clear. Cause that's exactly what I meant. And, and I was speaking for like the, we, the, the collective, we, the collective, we, totally. right. The, and, and what we see so often and you're right, Jack, but you know, the coolest thing in, in saying that is the more healing I've done in, in my relationship and on my own, the more that's reflected back at me in our relationship, in my relationship. Right. And, and exactly like I was saying earlier, my relationship is my mirror. And so this conversation about Craig going away for six days and you being like, yeah, for sure. Shows me that you have given yourself everything that you need in your life to be content as Jack, right? That, that Craig can make that choice for himself. And it doesn't mean anything about you. It doesn't hurt you. It doesn't offend you. It doesn't put you off because you have the support in your life. You have the business in your life that you're passionate about. You have money to spend on your own. You have the, the, power to ask for help. So you've created a life that supports you, that allows Craig to come and go and contribute positively, but you're not dependent on him. You don't need him to feel that way, right? And in my relationship, it didn't used to be that way. I think it's been over the last five years, really, that I've really empowered myself to make those choices, to really allow myself to get to the place where I have created a life uh, where I feel the same, but that feeling on the other side, and I don't know if you've ever really experienced this. This is why I'm sharing it from my perspective, but I used to be so hurt, you know, like if Dunk had a boys night, I would literally feel hurt and feel you know, offended. And I would immediately rush out to go make plans with the girls, or he would go away for a weekend and I would start planning a girl's trip. Like it was always this one for one for one for one energy. Like I was trying to keep up or prove that I was cool too, or that he could have a life and I could have a life. This healing in your relationship is so liberating and so freeing because all of a sudden there's that non-attachment. Yeah. Right. There's two things that I want to touch on here, hearing you say that too. And coming back to that energy of like you being hurt, this is, if we went down, you know, if we went down and, and like rooted back into that, that's the feeling of I'm not enough. Yeah. And so when we do the healing work, wherever we do it, so you do the healing work of not feeling enough in your relationship because of somebody else's choice that had nothing to do with you, then all of a sudden you start to step into your power around being enough. Of course, that's going to affect your business. Of course, that's going to affect your wealth. We get to work through this wherever we work through this. And then, you know, people ask me so often about some of my like deep rooted, unwavering belief codes, trust, surrender. Guess where it all came from first? Having having faith beyond what I even thought was possible, mm-hmm. remaining unattached to the outcome. It all showed up in my relationship first. It all showed up during my spiritual smackdown. I learned how to hold it there, to heal it there. And it became easy to do in my business. 
Well, and I'm so happy that you tied this back into business because right there, um, when you gave that example of being hurt when Doug chose his guy friends over me, I literally had this vision of us in the early days of our business. And we see this so often in our clients, right? When a, a client shows interest in one of your programs or they message you about one to one, and then you find out that they signed up for a different program or they, they're working with a different coach. They hired your online. coach or they, they hired someone in your mastermind or yes. Totally. And this energy transfers from your relationship to your business. And all of a sudden in your business, you're hurt that they didn't choose you. You're hurt that they showed interest and then they went with someone else. You're hurt that they hired your coach. And so this energy in love, it it is all connected, right? Well, what I heard you say there without you saying these words is energy leak, energy leak. You're losing your power every time that this outside circumstances, somebody choosing a different coach, when you let it affect your power. Yeah. And then that's exactly how I felt in my relationship. Like totally lost my power every time he just chose to live his life, which is so fucking ridiculous when I think about it now, because I've done so much healing work around it that it just doesn't even make sense in my brain anymore. Yeah. But this is the vibe, you guys. This is the work that we are doing inside the lover and the loved. We begin live on September 15th. It is a three-week course. We are teaching you how to give and receive love. Yeah. And the other thing I wanted to touch on here, and we're going to dive into this in the course. So I'll just give you like a little sneak peek of it here, but in witnessing you, you know, witnessing you really step into your power in your relationship, allowing you to be fully you, allowing Dunk to be fully him. Mm -hmm. The thing that I witnessed in you was you finding your voice, you standing up and speaking your truth. Yeah. I mean, I have this literally tattooed on my arm as a channeler, one of the spiritual workers that Jack and I used to work with. She said that my mom's last message to me that she never actually got to give to me in person, but delivered me through spirit was find your voice, speak your truth. And I have it literally tattooed on my arm as speak and find. And there were so many years, you guys, that I spent voiceless, that I spent powerless, that I spent small in my relationship. And it took me so much work to discover my worth to even find out what my desires were what my truth was and to speak it out loud and that I get to show up in this world with you Jack and and do this work to teach women how to speak their voice in their relationship and this truly is my gift in this it's like communication you know like you can desire all you want you can want all you want you can dream all you want but if you cannot empower yourself to speak it out loud to raise your voice in your relationship to understand that your emotions are not smaller than his logic then you will spend your entire life wishing and wanting and dreaming of something that you don't have but Fem power principle number one is taking radical self-responsibility and fucking owning up to it. Like you guys, we have a lot of us have not been taught this from generations before us, you know? And as I'm having this conversation, like my mom commits suicide and I, as a 10, 11 year old girl, 
like saw her shrink and shrink and shrink and shrink smaller and smaller and smaller in her marriage. And I truly believe that if she had access to this work, if she had the ability and a leader and mentor who could have woken her up to her own power and helped her learn how to communicate in that power, clearly what she wanted and needed, then she would still be here. This is important. This is important work. Finding your voice, speaking your truth. This is the first module inside the loved. So the way that we are running this course is also incredible. This is a two-part course. There's the lover, which is four live modules, the loved, which is four live modules. You can come in for part one or part two, or come in and experience all eight teachings with us of the lover and the loved shifting your relationship from unconscious to conscious. Understanding how to give and receive love is the gift of your lifetime. We are here to experience love in its most natural state. And this is the work. This is the healing. This is the understanding and the the skills and the practices that are going to teach you how to be above the line and how to align with love again and again and again to have the most incredible human experience. So we are so excited to deep dive into this, if you can't tell, to lead you through this work, to teach you everything that we have experienced and learned and embodied and integrated in our own relationships over the last You know, Jack and I have both been in committed relationships for 12 years, and we have been there since the beginning with each other through all of it and expanded through so much. And we're so excited to be expanding you and taking you on this journey. So join us inside the lover of the loved. We begin on September 15th and the link is in the show notes. Wild women. We love you. Cannot wait to see you inside the lover and the loved. And we'll be back here next week. 